Okay. I think people enjoy it. Like, I'm just going to give them... Like, I, oh, I did that agenda yesterday for them, so... Oh, shut up. You can do the intro. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's the live trade show, and the voice you could hear in the background over the intro famously is Tiger71. Welcome, mate. How are you? Well, you got to give us a warning, like... <laughs> Give, give us like a couple of minute, a couple of seconds. Hey, I'm doing the intro. Shut up. That's all I need. Uh, Plus, it, I don't know what you're doing. It, it just it adds to the show. I, I don't mind it. I don't mind. Oh. It. Yeah, but I could be saying something pretty, you know, like last week. You know me. Monday. Yeah, like last week. You know, jeepers. <laughs> How you been? I've been good, mate. Yeah, happy. Um, you know, perfect weekend. You know, we get a win and, and Collingwood loses. Um, you know, you can't get much better than that. Yeah. Well, the. I, the game last night, I actually thought it was going to be a crack. I was really geared oh, up for it, and then it just kind of was a bit of a flop. And what's great is Geelong supporters will be the head wobble now, thinking, oh, we're going to easily win the preliminary final. And I'm torn between that game because the way the Brisbane Lions supporters on Big Footy have acted, right? So I'm talking about those. I'm not generalising the whole supporter group. There might be nice people in there. They've been absolute mongs, right? Absolute fools. You know, I got, I got light tweeted to death. Uh, all that sort of stuff. So I want them to lose. But in, in a sense, I want them to win because I want us to beat them in the grand final when we get over Port because I'm pretty confident we will get over Port. Um, so what's great, the way this has been done, we've got nothing to lose. We're going to go against Port as the underdog. Yeah. So um, if we beat Port, you know, where are we? If we lose to Port, we're not going to be copying it in the media. Though even in the media, we could do nothing and we cop it. You know what I mean? So... Oh, 100%. Yeah, we, yeah we'll cop it no matter what. Um, yeah. But no, that is that is a good result, knowing that uh, if we do happen to get through, that it's playing Port or uh, or Brisbane. Yeah. So what did you make of our game? I just quite thank you to all the live listeners who are tuning in. I have Redhead's sent through. Is there sound yet? I hope there is. Um, I'm going to check my link as well. Okay, got it. Very good. Um, we're going to get to the trade talk soon. We'll just, you know, pad for a few minutes while people start logging in and uh, getting getting yep. comfortable for the trade stuff. But our game on Friday night, how, how are you <laughs> feeling about it? I know we're going to talk about it again on Monday on our Monday show, but pretty good game. Yeah, I don't want to steal CB's thunder because, you know, CB is very touchy with shit like that. But, um, <laughs> no, I, look, it was a good game. We did what we needed to do. The first quarter from us was um, electric, I think. We really um, – see, what people – are not getting or generally people aren't not getting is the first quarter the game was dry right it's the same as with brisbane we had a dryish game right and the first two first quarters we've played our ball movement has been slick fast um yeah. accurate hitting targets um we're scoring with ease right because of how the guys are running on the ground and um our movement is fantastic it's when it gets dewy as shit um um uh, longer the guy goes on in these, you know, humid conditions, that's when the skills all start to get all messy. And that, to me, brought Saints into it a little bit because we started doing the turnovers. But, look, we did what we want. We we lapsed a little bit um, in late in the second and in the third quarter. But I can't help but think, and I was speaking to a port mate of mine, was it the players thinking, no, no, we've done enough now. We've got port to go. Was a little bit of that creep in. Um, and yeah, I, I think hard week... And I think Hardwick sort of just snapped them out of their malice of thinking for next week. And in the fourth quarter, mate, we played, regardless of the condition, we our pressure just went right up. Yeah, yeah, it was huge. Yeah. I think it was over 200. Yeah, and Saints couldn't cope with it at all. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. it was good. It panned out how we 
had kind of hoped. I mean, St Gilda threw a fair bit at us and good on them. I think just with the outs they had, they were always going to struggle a bit. But it's nice to be in another prelim. That's four prelims in four years. Um, is that right? 17, yeah, no, yeah, that's uh, pretty good going given, you know, if you had have said that at the end of 2016, no one would have believed you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So um, it's, um, it's um, yeah, no, nah, look, I, I can't be happy. And the good thing too is I sort of tweeted it too. Um, this week, I'm not nervous coming into this week. Like the last I'm two weeks. Just, but you know why? Because if we do fail, like if we do lose the game, we've made four preliminary finals in four years. Um, and in those four, we've won two flags. No other club can say that. Mm. Um, in the modern um, history, obviously Sydney, I'm not talking about Hawks and their run. It'd be so great for us. I reckon it'd be a reward for us to get into another grand final and winning it because then that really just puts a cherry on top of where we are, and I'll speak a little bit later on in the show. I don't want to preempt it too much, but we are in a bit of a, a, a transition phase because if you have a look at who we've got out of contract this year as well as next year. So we've got a whole heap of people out of contract this year. Um, you know, we're talking like your arts is out of contract. Um, a couple of our fringe kids are out of contract. Caddy's out of contract. Nancurvis is out of contract. All the, That's just this year. And then we've got um, then we've got next year as well, where we've got a lot of big names out of contract. So I think we're doing a bit of a transitioning while we're on the top um, and really betting down our future 22. Um, that's sort of what, what I'm sort of reading the play, if, if I can say that. But yeah. now, if we can win a grand final, it's just going to send off guys like Broad. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Caddy gets another run. Um, you know, we've got Asprey, we've got Hawley. There's question marks on those two guys. Um, you know, if they go again... And all that sort of stuff. So I still reckon uh, Cotrin will pull the pin if we win the flag. Oh, I, I used to think that. I've said that to you myself, but um, I've got from what I've been hearing, I really think he may do a. Um, he might relinquish the captaincy and just go another year and just enjoy his footy and just see how he goes without it. I hope he does that path. Yeah. That would be my preference because he'll be ideal with the younger kids, you know, <laughs> RCD and all that sort of stuff. Ross. Um, you know, we've got other kids that hardly ever get a men- mention, like, um, uh, you know, it's bad when you write your notes and you can't bloody read your own writing. Um, you know, English and Turner, you know. Yep. Will Martin's another two. one who's coming through. Yeah, yeah so, um, you know, they'll, they flourish with Cochin now, but, you know, hopefully we get season normal next year where we get a VFL or we can actually get our kids running. Because I reckon we would have debuted more kids this year if they actually had not these scratch matches but real full-blown games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we would, might have seen a few more names. All right, questions are already flying through thick and fast on Spreaker, and not only that, but our uh, inboxes have overblown as well. So yeah. we've, uh, a few people started to check in now, which is good, so we'll get stuck into the trade talk. That's why we're here. But before yep. we start, like we always say with these shows, I want to just say off the top, the names that you hear doesn't mean they're coming to the club as certainties, okay? All it pretty much means is it's someone we've either contacted or expressed interest in, um, and Tiggs will step you through that, but please don't take the names that are being said as locks to come to the club unless Tiggs says otherwise, like he did with the Lynch one, um, because that's not what is trying to be said, and we don't want it to be misconstrued. Um, we just want to make that loud and clear that it's, it's people who have been contacted, who we've got interest in, and things like that. So as long as we've got that clear, and, and everyone who listens regularly and sees your post know, knows your track record, it has been pretty good with names coming out in the media um, yep. after the fact. So without further ado, over to you. 
Yeah, pretty could, I think, is a little bit of an understatement if I just toot my own horn. But um, no, yeah, that's really important. Guys, what I'm going to do today, just to give you a quick agenda rundown, um, if you missed my post yesterday, I'll give you who I know. I'll give you the names that I know um, that were targeted. Um, they've already been mentioned. I'll give you a rundown of, um, obviously, we don't know list sizes yet, but I'm starting to get a clearer picture of how our list might transition and who might be going and who might not. Um and then I'll give you um, some speculative picks. Um, when I say picks, uh, speculative um, names that have been thrown at me um, that I think might be something in there, but I haven't confirmed them yet. So um, they, you know, take them with a pinch of salt um, just to get you guys, you know, put them on the radar for yourself. So everyone knows someone. So if you hear any more um, news on it, great. If you don't, um, I've made it clear. Um, some of them are well-known players. Um Someone asked on, as, uh, it was a bit flippant, are we getting a doozy? Well, def- I can't define your doozy, right? Um, so the doozy for you might not be the doozy for me, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So um, all I can tell you is, and what you'll learn from this, hopefully, is the, cl- the club's got a really clear direction, right? They've, this, these two years, 20 and 21, are crucial for us um, by this, how many we have not contracted to the club, right? That's I don't think any club has put their list in this position where I think we've got half the list is not contracted in either of these two years that we either re-sign or not. And while we've done that and from – I'll actually pause back a little bit and I did these notes so I wouldn't ramble, but people have been asking me, Michael, where do you get this information from? You know, why are you so accurate? I, and I, I'm not too to my own horn here, but I don't think there's a name I've called that hasn't come about, Right since I've been doing this. Um, and the reason I'm so bloody accurate is I do know people in the industry, but this is really important. I want to clarify this, right? So you guys listening. I do not get information from the club, right? Players do not leak. That's, if anyone tells you a player so-and-so told me this, they're bullshitting to you, right? That's, I don't knock anyone's mail, but I just rule of the play. If someone tells you a player told you this, unless they're your brother, um, they're, they're, they're pissing in your pocket. Um, I've been in, just give you a brief upgrade, I've been in sales for a long, long time, right, in many different fields. And in that period, I've got to know a lot of people. Um, so uh, what's where a lot of my information is pretty bloody accurate comes from is opposition clubs, what no other opposition clubs are doing, right? I'll just leave it at that. That's where I hear it. Um, it's not player managers and all that sort of stuff. It's a little bit more fine-tuned than that, Um but um, that's why it's always spot on. So I just wanted to put that out there. Um, I'm not – and I also whenever – if I feel something I hear is going to hurt the club, I won't say it, right? That's just period, yeah. right? And I've, I've proven that with you, Michaels, and with CB and with the guys I have some um, personal chats with. I don't ever, ever let it out. Um, if I feel like it, you know, it might dull our edge and all that sort of stuff. But once I think the goose is already gone or is going to go and I get given the okay, Mick, yeah, all right, you can say it. And this is the other big important thing, guys, to let you know how much you loved. Where I get this information from, they're happy for me to share it with you blokes. All right, so, okay, that's all out of the way. We're here for trades, right? Um, what I thought, Michael, is what I'll do is I'll give you the, the ones that I've got at the moment. Um, yep. And then we'll leave it open for questions, and then I'll answer the questions because mm-hmm. that might bleed into um, some of our non-resignings. Yeah, I've got other a few. Yeah, some of the things we'll cover off will probably answer some of the questions anyway, naturally, which is good. So yeah, yeah. yeah I just really we'll important. I don't want to miss anyone, yeah, right? Because yeah, I sure. really want you guys to feel like we're having a beer, right? So um, ask me anything, 
Right, so um, you know, just go crazy. If you've got a thought of a player, I'll just tell you if I've heard anything or I haven't. I won't piss in your pocket. All right, first one I mentioned to you, uh, last year, year and year before last was Brad Crouch, right? Now I updated that, and I've been updating that continuously more than I hear. Now, from what I've got, my last update with you guys is that we won't move on our pay offer, mm-hmm. which is fair enough. Yeah, the days of 800000 is not going to happen. No, right? God, no, and, no way. And it's funny that Geelong, who's probably a major competitor with Brad, has also come out recently and said they're offering similar to what we're offering, 450000 I think that's what was reported in the media. So that sort of backs yeah. up what my mate was telling me because um, that's the sort of figure I was hearing, you know. Might go a little bit higher than five with a few match payments and all that sort of stuff. So... Um, I got an update last night because obviously I really wanted to come to you with some live information on it. I don't think we're out of the woodwork with it. Um, I think we've done enough. Um, Geelong probably has the more appeal, and I'll say this because they have an ageing midfield. Um, and um, with that ageing midfield, Brad Crouch would you know be guaranteed to slot in for games. We've been pretty clear with him. Um, we, we see him as a support for Prestia. We see him as a, a future-proof for um, Cochin, um, also to help you know educate and steer through the likes of Graham, who's also an Adelaide kid who, who loves Brad. Um, uh, and we've got RCD, and we've got a couple of young kids coming through. So we've gone that angle with him. Um, cats have gone more, you know, come for the glory. You'll get every game um, as basically a lock. So for us, um, it's more on based on his like if he's playing like a potato, he's not going to play. You know, we've we've yeah. proven that. But you know, let's be real here. If we bring him across, he'll be playing every game, right? So, and um, he it, it just comes down to him. Now, it's, yeah, Lee. Some say they don't want Crouch, right? And I get it, or I get it because you think it's going to risk the futures of RCD. It's going to risk the futures of Ross and all that sort of stuff. I probably, um, at the start of all this, I focused about our transition period and while we have no so many unresignings to give us flexibility to do what we need to do, we all have to get to an understanding is that um, we're not going to have the same midfield. Now, I'm cautious in this because I'm not going to share retirees, retirees and all that sort of stuff. I feel, feel that's poor form. But you're deluded if you think we're going to have the same six midfielders, premier midfielders in 24 months, right? Yeah. So if you factor that, you might lose a cotton. Right. If you factor the fact that um, you might lose someone in the back half or someone in the forward half, you've got to you've got to balance the list somewhat. Now, what Brad Crouch will allow to do is, I don't think he'll be taking games from RCD and Ross. What I think he will be doing basically is making sure our productivity in in the midfield and our ability to match it with the elite sides doesn't dip, so we can maintain our window. Uh, and that's essentially in Brendan Gale said it perfectly. We're not here um, for any other reason than to win flags, right? So we're managing our list that way. So for us, it's all about flags. That's it, period. And that should be a joy for every Richmond supporter to hear. So as a player, you cannot doubt that he... It's like with Prestia. Lee, if you sort of think back, remember when Prestia came across? Everyone was saying, pick six, you're stupid. Why are you giving Prestia pick six? Blah, blah. He's going to take... Games from ex midfielder, and what has Pressure done since he's been with us? 
What do you reckon, Michael? Yeah, no, he's uh, had, a, had a pretty fair stint with us so far. So I think he's definitely proved proved his worth of pick six. Yeah, yeah. So so do I. So I, I, look, I'm 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 a pro Crouch. Uh, my gut's telling me it probably won't get done. That's my gut's telling me because, like uh, some of the people on the chat have basically stated, we do have depth in that area, young depth in that area that we do want to give a crack to. But um, and Ross is went up and leaps of bounds. Um, I didn't rate the kid. Um, honestly, I was really worried about his disposal and decision-making. He's proved me wrong, which is fantastic. Um, he's going to be he's gonna be a player for us, and I can't wait to watch Graham and Ross for the next 10 years, right? Um, RCD is another one. People are, is he going to be traded or not going to be traded? I'll update that a little bit later. So that's some um, crouch. Um, anyone got any questions on that, or are you happy for me to move on? Um, I mean, there's the next name, I don't know, it might correlate to it, but someone put in there about they would rather Oliver over yeah. Crouch. So they're probably the two comparable in terms yeah. of position. Yeah, let me talk about Oliver, right? I mentioned him, what was it, halfway point of the year? July. When I was here. July, July. July. yeah, yeah. And to, let's credit, because, you know, for the for some of the posters on our board who love to make up stuff that maybe he did an article in the Pelican newspaper in in um, Wanderee, I, I don't know. But no one was talking about Oliver, right? No one, right? So when I got his information really, really early, um, from what I get, I'm going to be open and honest with you blokes. Apparently, he has a major clash with... Um, I'm hearing Viney, but a lot of people are hearing Viney, right? I think it's a little bit deeper than that. I think it's it's more to do with... There's a section of that club that Goodwin's preaching selfless football, right? Let's play selfless. Let's not play, you're the gun, run with it. The problem with that is the way that the Melbourne culture, and this is from my reading from outside in, um, the, and the way that they try to deliver it, the reason why that's so, I think, is their version of selfless is completely different, polar opposite to what Richmond's version of selfless, right? So the buy-in's not there. So the Pistons, if you look at the Pistons in the car, that's how they're running. You know, some are moving up, some are moving down exactly the same time. So Oliver's in one group, and you've got your Vineys in the other group. Um, and Gorn they brought in to try to bridge the two, right? Because Braun, um, Gorn, sorry, Braun, <laughs> Gorn is mates, right, with everybody. He's that type of bloke. Very easy going, laid back, mate. Seriously, Gorn, as a captain, it's like having a hippie as a captain, right? <laughs> if we be realistic, right, just hear the guy. If you've ever spoken to a guy, no, he's just an infallible bloke. He's like having Camden McIntosh as our captain. Everyone loves him. Right, but that's why they did it. Um, and then when I questioned it, and this is early in the year, I'm just giving you guys a bit of feedback. Well, mate, come to me and said, Yeah, because there's major dramas at Melbourne, blah 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 blah. And I don't like potting other clubs unless it's you know Collingwood. Um, so I sort of keep it quiet. And then the rumors started, and apparently there's been a major falling out, <coughs> particularly in the midfield. Petrarca and Viney, um, and all that sort of stuff are running a different boat from your Oliver and your Brayshaws, right? That's what I've got. I'm just really focusing on the midfield. It's across the whole lines of club, or the whole line of that club. But so with Viney re-signing for another, anyway. So in in June, July, when I got told the news, they said, look, you might want to get out because it looks like it's not fixable. And I said, oh shit, well that's great news. You might be into him. And he said, you wouldn't believe the Tigers. Hardwick loves Oliver. Hardwick okay. just loves him, right? We loved him in his in his um, in his recruit years as as a kid. Um, we followed him quite closely as a kid, um, all this sort of stuff, right? And one thing, my weakness, guys, is I know nothing about, you know, 
recruiting, you know, draft, you know, you know, the lesser leagues. Yeah, I follow the, 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 the NAB league. Yeah, yeah. I follow the VFL and all that sort of stuff, but um, uh, loosely. But I don't follow the, you know, the under-16s and all this. So if you guys have any information on that, just, you know, feel free. But so we've been asking a question of him. We have been for the uh, past couple of years. He fixes what we're desperately lacking, um, is an inside ball runner um, that can repeatedly get the ball and move it on. Um, he's also... He's also um, he plays with the aggression that we like. Um, so with Viney re-signing for five years, um, and this is what's funny, there had to be a circuit breaker. And when I heard Viney Geelong, I thought, well, that's perfect. You know, they've obviously decided to keep Oliver and let go, let go Viney because Viney's a big instigator of that, and they're trying to re-educate Viney to hence his feedback because he's brutal and it's not positive feedback and sometimes it's it's really aggressive feedback where he's just lording it on blokes thinking he's doing the right thing and he's not so um so not to ramble so that's how the opening happened do i think it's going to happen no um they'd be stupid to do it like i know for us if there was a chance to get oliver we're off for this year's first and next year's first and we'll probably um and we'll take oliver over crouch if that was any chance of happening but I'm, I agree with Andrew. Because um, of the cost of it, um, I'd probably still keep Crouch. Um, reason why is he's got five, six years good footy in him. Dustin Martin's probably got about four or five years of elite football still in him. Um, we've got Prestia, who's got five, six years of good football in him. So they all sort of match that perfect window. Um, and the other key factor, the, I suppose, as well, is Crouch won't cost us picks because he's a free agent. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and that's the other thing, too, is... Um, and this is why we've done it, people, um, with our list having no re-signings. So many people out of contract. Um, I apologise, guys. My wife just brought in my lunch as I was doing this. So I'm sort of like <laughs> trying to pick quietly. Shocking. What timing? Um, um, we've left so many people unsigned. So we have flexibility. If there is a doozy, lack of a better word, we can pounce. Um, so, and funny enough, having the lists reduced slightly this year and next year helps us in that cause, Right. So, look, Drew, I think Oliver's going to happen. No. Do I think in saying that are Melbourne in trouble and they're going to have to let someone go that's really um, fighting back against the two groups? That's your turn in the club? Yes. Um, so, you know, watch your space. Okay, yeah. Interesting. Watch your space with that. Um, now, a couple of new names that sort of came up. Um that I think actually had merit. Um, we're not being linked to them at all. Um, other clubs are being linked to them, but I've got pretty strong uh, mail that um, we've come right into the frame. The, none of the uh, journals have sort of brought linked us to them yet, um, just for the nature of what we can give in return. Um, Connor Blakey from um, Frio. Uh, I mentioned uh, Tucker, um, or Trucker, whatever his name was. Yeah, a while ago, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Blake is the other one. Um, he's uh, playing as a defender, but he's more a midfielder. He's out of. He's, I don't think he's um, he's fallen sort of out of favour. Um, we've got Pickett, who's not signed yet. Um, I, I've been really open and honest with Pickett that I think he's gone. Freo was a club that came in really early. They said we want you. Um, my mate who gave me the. Um, He's given me. He's gave me, for example, Hampson before anyone knew. He was the first one onto the Shacky before anyone knew. Um, he's, he's really driving this. He really thinks Pickett's gone to Frio, 
and we'll probably get Blakey um, as a sort of, you know, like for like. He's a midfielder that can play defence, which is the type of player that we need. Um, he he sort of future-proofs us with Lambert, who's getting on in age. He's the same type of player. Um, though he's been not, And this is really important. He hasn't been played that way, though. But he's got the attributes to be the same type of player. Uh, he can run all day. He's used to playing in defence. He's, he's got a bit of a tank on him. And he's, and he's used to um, playing in the midfield. He's got heaps of potential, but he hasn't shown what exactly he can do. Um, uh, what's for lunch, T71? I'm having pancakes, mate. Um, my wife... Um, and not the bloody stuff that you make, you know, get in a bottle. My wife actually makes them from by hand. Oh, so good. that's what I've had. <laughs> oh, delicious. Um, so, yeah, so here's one. Connor Blakey. So watch his face with his name. <coughs> We've got the ability to get something done. Pickett, I really think he's going to go. It's just a matter of what comes back the other way. Yeah. Um, and But in saying that, and then people are going to say, oh, but you have, you have your feet in both ends. Both um, corners, but the reality is, is anything can happen in trade. So I'll, if he does stay, start, I'm not going to be upset about it. But if Pickett, if Pickett um, does go, which I think he does, mate, he's being offered, you know, 400k, I think, 450 um, for three years. That's something. Again, I'm being average with the wages. No one really knows what they're getting paid, but it's a lot more than what we're paying him, which is base wage. So, yeah. Right. yeah. So um, yeah, I think he, I think, and it's plus close to all of his family and all that sort of stuff. And I think he's ticked the box that. Being close to his family, he's not going to go off the beaten path and, you know, be a busted pick, which is what Freo is concerned about. <coughs> they've had issues with discipline, so I think he's ticked all the boxes. Um, right. Yeah, so um, Connor Blakey, boys and girls, um, keep an eye out um, with Freo. The other one is Xavier O'Halloran, right? Um, I know he's been linked to other clubs, but... We've also, my mate, who's pretty rocked on on this, knows Dimmer loves him. He's a midfielder, young midfielder that's not getting a crack um, at GWS. He's, he's a pick 22, I think he was, uh, for, and I've written notes here, so I should be right. Um, pick 22, um, beautiful tank on the kid, beautiful skill set, um, can be placed on a wing um, is how we sort of see it. Um, obviously, if Pickett goes, um, we can slot another one in. Um, if we need to, um, the reason why he's sort of coming up with us is because of CCJ. Okay. Um, yeah, Captain Vic Metro. Yeah, he's, he's, he's exactly similar. We like captains. Um, you know, we've got Graham that used to be a captain. Yeah, he was, yeah. So, um, we've got CCJ. So, whereas the other clubs that are sort of linked to him have to trade for him, um, and picks, I don't think GWS is not into picks. They don't fucking want any more picks. Excuse the language. They... They they want players because they've had a bit of an exodus. So we might go in there with CCJ. We've got a young kid who has got inverted commas potential but hasn't shown it. Uh, and they've got a young kid who hasn't who's got potential but hasn't who hasn't shown it. So um, it might be just for a like to like swap. Now some love CCJ because he's potential and I get it. And the fact that yeah. Soldo is obviously out for the year as well. Yeah, and Soldo and and all that sort of stuff, but. Most now, a couple of the people I know are in footy circles, and they don't think us. They think it'd be a mistake us recruiting another ruck. Really? Because even yeah, the stopgap. Yeah, even if we lose CCJ, the reason is the game is evolving. Everyone's going with two rucks as we set the trend. 
but you can get a hybrid ruck, someone that can, like a tallish defender or, 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 or like a broad, or we've shown it with Greg as a stopgap before we get Soldo back in. But this draft apparently now, you guys know draft news better than me because I don't know much of draft, but apparently it's a ruck forward draft. There are some really good talents that will be there that are ruck forwards. So with releasing CCJ, we can easily bring another one in apparently. That's what I'm hearing. I suppose I mean the only issue there is that someone you bring in won't be as ready as what CCJ is. Um, but yeah, we, I mean even the game last week we showed we can alter our makeup to effectively combat uh, yeah the, the rucking side of things. But it sort of for me hedges on Broad staying. I mean Markov could probably play as well if he stays because Asprey and Bolt are showing the ruck load. I actually didn't mind it, so there is a semi solution there. And the other big solution is too is is that. One way to uh, fix up your deficiency as a ruck is having an elite midfielder, elite mids that can read the tap. Yeah, yeah, if you can halve the contest. And, and we used to be really good at that. I remember watching a game a few years ago against West Coast and we just sharked everything off Nick Nat and we've done the same thing to Sanderlands and that kind of stuff. So yeah. that's a good point too, but you don't want to get slaughtered uh, that's every right. game. And Nank, especially with his injuries as well, are starting to sort of get the vibe of him being reoccurring or having to manage him carefully. Um, and we don't. I'm a, you wouldn't want to be going into too many games with Troll as your main ruck and well, Asprey and, and Bolter as backup. But I get what you mean though with the game evolving. Yeah. So um, we've got options there um, now. Um, yeah. So so I'll go on to CC because I mentioned it. So yeah. Anyway. So it's Connor O'Halloran, Crouch, and Oliver. Right. They're the four, and now we've got Brody. He's another one. He's I hear strong that we're because of Broad now. Let me speak about Broad for a second. You said about him staying in the light. Um, people go, oh, he must be staying now because he got pits. All right. No. This is this is my feeling. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Broad gets a run and some of the premiership guys that we trade on get a run in our way of saying goodbye without openly saying it. Right? So that's how I sort of read it. Um, have a read on it. I seriously think he's gone. I'll be gobsmacked if he stays. Everyone's telling me he's gone. I mentioned broad before anybody else i can tell you that categorically um i know it's really popular now it's been out there for a while but i was really right onto it um at the start of the year when it really started getting through that gold coast was the one and the only one um i've been hearing lately um that there's a few cubs in, into him um and look i feel for broad i love him he's loved by the club but he yeah, wants like to set him. his life he wants to set his life up a fair play to him yeah and he's only got about three years left in him right so uh, he's uh, yeah, he's only got about three years left in him. So, um, you know, he's similar to Pickett to me. Um, you know, he was an older type player that hasn't had, you know, all the junior, you know, being in the system for 20, you know, 10 years and be able to, you know, get deep better than a tradies wage for most of his adult life. So he's got to strike with the irons hot. Yeah. Gold Coast Suns, people saying he's going, they're going lukewarm. That's just bullshit. That's, that's um games. That's to say, all right, we'll you know try to lessen the offer, or we're going hard at a particular. If we don't get um, Brody or a uh, developing kid, we'll go for a pick, and I think we'll get a second rounder for Broad. Now people might say, oh yeah, won't get a second rounder. Please just watch the draft. I think we'll get a high end second rounder for him um, if we do it for a pick. And yeah, don't, um, don't, and people shouldn't get confused by the fact that we're playing him, meaning he's staying. Like you look at Brandon Ellis, we knew for a long way out that yeah, Ellis was played. leaving, yeah. and he played. And in the day, the the guys are still there playing as a Richmond footballer. They buy into what we're doing, and Hardwick treats them accordingly. Uh, and they play for the club until the moment they set foot out the door. So don't think that that 
changes the message at all. It just means that Brody was the right fit for that game, and I've got no doubt he'll probably play this week too. Exactly. Uh, just backpedaling a little bit, Chris Sidney sent through about um, mates. Uh, I don't know if I present this, pronounced that right, but the basketballer, the cousin of uh, Bolter, who we signed as well as a ruckman, that's looking like going ahead. Apparently, there is still a chance he might not come to play AFL because he's doing his basketball over in Hawaii. I think it is. That's um, right. But even if it goes ahead, it's not. He would not be eligible to play next year. It's a 2022 project um, that he would be coming back for. So he's finishing the rest of his study over there in the States. That was part of the draw card to coming to us was that we were allowing him to keep doing his study in his basketball. Collingwood was the other one that was interested. And this came from, I think, Roxman on our big footy board. Um, Collingwood were the other people interested, but they wanted him to give up everything he was doing on the spot and come down now. And that, yeah, fully well, that, that wasn't as appealing. Like I think he respected that we respected what he was doing with his life first. So, yes, he could be on his way, but it's not a 2021 solution. It's a 2022 um, play if he does make the move completely. But if he does, it's to us, but it's just whether he gets gets a better gig in basketball, I suppose. Yep. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, and Rock, yeah, apparently knows him too. Yeah, he, he, has, yeah. he has close connections to it, so that was really good to hear about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, any others you want to uh, you want me to go on to who I think might resign and what stay or do you want to go through answering a few more questions before I go to this um, um, I, I chapter two? Doing, I think doing that will kind of cover a few. This people have asked about Stack Higgins yeah. board you've just touched on. Okay. So yeah, if you what, yeah, just I suppose whatever you know about our guys. Yeah. Um, okay. So Markov, the other one. Yeah, Markov. Yeah, Arts is going to be upgraded. That's what I heard. I doubt that's going to change. Um, um, so Arts will be upgraded onto the list. Um, Broad I mentioned was Gold Coast. Funny one is Caddy. Yeah, he's played. He's where his third club. Yeah. Uh, I got surprised when I got told this last week. Right, and I've sort of kept it in house. He's not contracted. I think either we might do a one year, one year deal with him. Um, a one year deal with him, or but he is getting sniffed around a little bit um, by other clubs. Now we might do a package. This is the other thing. It's just started. Again, this is all – this is where I'm starting to get. It's really kicked on last week, but normally what you guys will probably appreciate this draft news that I think solid can take up to months because um, it fluctuates. And But I wouldn't be surprised if we do like a package trade, like broad caddy goes back to Gold Coast, Jeez. something like that, <laughs> you know, to grab a pick that we want or grab a particular player that we want. Now, Caddy's much loved at the club, but again, this is me speculating, but Caddy's much loved at the club, but um, my mate who said this to me is that there is, he wants security, most players do, we'll probably come out to him with a year, with one year, with an option for a two if he hits triggers, he might not want that, and that's a lot of that uh, hardballing is coming, not because of anything else but COVID, I reckon, with the... Less salary cap, less list spaces, and all that sort of stuff. I love Caddy too. This breaks my heart. A few um, people, so a few people have uh, said that Caddy signed earlier in the year until 2022. Apparently, see, I'm a fucking dickhead. I wrote notes here, yeah? so what I did is I've gone back all my notes to try to be as genuine as good. So he has re-signed. Okay, yeah, all right. I can quash that block off. That's I'm being a dick. <laughs> all right, yeah, sorry. I'm trying. I'm going no, through no, my no, notes. No, I've no, never done sorry. notes before. That, that's why I've we've I've literally wrote, and again, I'm honest with you guys, I don't know lists as well as, every, I get told this, a lot of stuff. So I just write from what I've said. So, okay, so Caddy, I can tick off. All right. 
Um, and keep on doing it, guys. Correct me if I'm um, correct me if I get something wrong. So, um, because again, I'm going back here news from the beginning of the year. So, just so you know how far back some of this stuff goes. All right. <coughs> All right, now I've got um, Stack. Now, I, I sort of mentioned this about oh, a while ago. Um, I think it was, um, you know, Stack says, say, what's going to happen and all this sort of stuff. Um, I've got a seriously strong feeling that Stack's going to be traded, but that's just me guessing. What I did know is that it's all about the leadership group, the players and the coaching group to see if he warrants a second go. And it's not a second crack, sorry. He's had a second chance. Um, this would be like his third or fourth one. Um I think he's out. I think he, though he's contracted, I think he'll be out. So, yeah, so that's that's who to, I'm not sure. West Coast wouldn't touch him, I don't think, because, you know, Jesus, that's like giving a getting a drunk to run your bottle shop. Um, from what I've heard, and this is unfair, but I'm just going to be honest with you guys, try to be as honest as I can. Um, from what I've heard, I don't want him at the club. That's just my opinion. Right, okay. Which yeah. is sad because he obviously showed a hell of a lot in his uh, first year there. Some people and, can't handle fame. Yeah, some yeah. people can't handle fame. That's some, some people can't, and some people think that because they've done a few things on the footy field that they're you know bona fide stars. Um, and instead of behaving in a professional manager manner, just go out and just get on the grog, right? So, and that's I know that's harsh on Stack, and I don't rubbish our players, and that's probably the first one. But I'm really off him. Um, Particularly on, from what I've heard we've done in the background for him to give him every opportunity. Um, so with all that said, I, that's why I don't think he's, he's going to um, – that's why he's going uh, to go. One heartbreaking thing, again, this is all notes that I've got from while – so I'm trying to keep <laughs> – was trying to do right with you guys. So I was just so much – because I went through a year worth of stuff. I've written fast. You know when you write fast, sometimes you can't read your own, own handwriting? I can write slow and I can't read my own handwriting. <laughs> yeah, it's shocking. Writing is a is a is a lost form. I should have typed this on Word. Uh, English and and Turner, they're the two kid midfielders that we've got. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Both of them are unsigned. Both um, with us this year. I think we might lose one. I've got. I'm sad by it, but I think, and it's no fault of their own, but I think we might lose one. Is that a um, list size thing? Do you think? a list size? Yeah, I think it's a list size thing. Like egg. egg I think he's, we're going to try to get him to another club. He'll be um, one of those players that will do like a butler. We won't give a shit what we get for him. Um, just to see um, just to see if we can get him another club. Um, but he'll be gone. Um, English will be gone. Um, Turner I like, though. Um, and the, from what I've heard outside the club, that apparently as a culture player, he's really, really good. Like how his work rate, what he actually does. Um, how he behaves, uh, both of those boys really. So hopefully I'm off base. Hopefully they decide to, you know, I think we might have a couple of retirements, guys. Um, I don't want to say who, but there's really strong mail that will have a couple of retirements, uh, which is in part will free up our salary cap, which we in part, and people also think about a salary cap that we're tight. We know we've got Rance's money um, at the retirements, that I think are going to happen, um, add the readjustment of wage, so everyone on the list will be taking a pay cut to balance. Um, and I think that's common with most AFL clubs. Yeah. Um, we've got cash. Uh, 
But yeah, I think we're gonna get we're gonna have a couple of retirements. Um, we've already lost Lepa, and I got strong mail from Lepa that he fell on his sword early because to protect jobs at uh, some off-field jobs. Um, uh, yeah, so yeah, Christopher, yeah, I'm the same. If we win another flag, so and Edward's sort of he's not retiring, my job. I'll give up football if Edward retire. I'm not ready for him to retire, I'd say. But um, the way he was talking about how um, how um, how um, hungry the boys are and how, you know, they won another flag. Like, it's different from 18. It's different from 19. Just, I don't know, it's me maybe reading too much into it, but I'm just going with the background of knowledge from what I've heard from other people. But that, for me, sounded like, you know, nah. We're drawing a line in the sand. We want this. Yeah. And I think they wanted to say goodbye properly to a couple of players. Um, so I mentioned Asprey. Look, I'll put the card on the table. I've heard that. Um, and I'm not discounting it. And I've also had really strong on Hawley as well. Pretty sure uh, Tuggers heard that too and posted it as well. Yeah, I didn't want to go it, but I've heard, yeah, Asprey. All right. I might as well come clean. Um, I've heard Asprey, yeah, he's, he's, he's won. Um most is likely. Well, let's hope I'm wrong. But yeah, all the noise and Tugger's a uh, I rate Tugger as opposed to two, so he knows. Um, but um, yeah, something wrong. I love that name. So racist. No, I'm only kidding. Something. <laughs> <laughs> so we're only taking the piss, son. Don't get upset. Um, only taking the piss. That's what I do. I'm a smart ass. Um, are we looking for another key PD? Right. I think with the days of the big, um, the big full back is dying, and the reason why I say that is the the year of the power forward is dying. I think we only need one, and one depth. I think that leads me on a Garth rate. I don't think he'll be at the club next year, which is sad. Um, but I'd be surprised if he stays due to the Lynch shrink. If, if we didn't have to list, cut back the list. We might have kept him going as backup for Asprey. I mean, you know, it's come in. Yeah. But I don't think he has the mobility of what we need a big... See, Bolt is the prototype of what we need to be looking at a defender. More is a prototype of what a defender should be. Big enough... Well, more Bolt because Moore's still a little bit... He's not a body-on-body talent. But more when he anchors him... I'm sorry, when... Bolter anchors himself, he's still... What is he, 110 kilos? A big unit, very strong. Yeah, so he he is very he can play on a power. He's just got to obviously learn more of the game, and he'll get that training and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, he's very raw, but yeah, he's someone who can play on on the gorilla four, but also run off him is gold. Yeah, so it's uh, yeah. So look, so I think Garthwaite is another one that would be going out. Um, I think we'll we'll be trading for a defender, I reckon, but it's got to be more of the um, prototype, you know, big boy that can run like a horse. Remember that player we had? um, I'm going to butcher his last name because I always butcher last names. Gurdis, Gurdis. Yeah, David Gordis, yeah. Gordis, remember him? Yep, yep. He was before his time, right? He was the great white hope of uh, of Richmond when he was playing. But do you remember his main attribute was athleticism? Yeah, his size and athleticism. He just couldn't get the footy. He's just got to get the footy because he didn't know how to play the game, right? He just did not know how to play the game. Could you imagine, though, if he was on the list now and he had three years with Lepo? 
Someone, the other name that sort of fits that similar mould that I've seen people throw around, Alir Alir from Sydney, would be an interesting option. I, I don't even know if he's on the table, to be honest, but yeah. it was just a name that people floated around as, uh, would we be interested? Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned Alir Alir. Right? I'm glad you mentioned Alir Alir. We do rate him. He's a name that's been floated with us, uh, but I don't think it's going to happen. It's not even got to the point where I think it was even speculative. I don't think, but I've heard, um, but see, like, and can I get another name out of the, that's utter bullshit too. Now, I don't pop people's mail. So people, if you, if you put mail, this is really important, guys. If you put this on the board saying this is mail, you've heard it and it's rock solid, I am not having a go at you, right? I'm not. Please understand I'm not having a go at you, right? But I'm a human being, right? And I'm an emotional type of guy, right? I'm Spanish. So when I say it's bullshit, I'm saying because there's fucking no way it's going to happen, right? That's just me. I'm going to be honest with you guys. One, we're not trading Rioli. Rioli is not going to Port Adelaide. Can we kill that off? It, yep. Well, and I swear to God, I will eat shit on YouTube. I hope that's not too offensive <laughs> language. I would eat shit on YouTube. Michaels can record it, and we will tweet it if that happened. Right? It's not going to happen. It doesn't make sense. Like, his cousin's about to sign for us. Yeah, it's not going to happen. What was fucking embarrassing? I actually asked my mate, and he said to me, I have I've been drinking again. Right, that's it was crazy. It, it was I look, got made to look like an idiot. That's why I'm impressed. He's not going. It, it's not happening. I don't care how solid Jamal is. It's it, um, it's not happening. Yeah, sorry, Strawchy. I'll try to keep it. I'll try to keep it a bit cleaner because um, angry can lead into the old f bomb. Um, the other bullshit one is, and this is what makes me disgusted with the journalism in this country. Right, we are not linked to Pollock. Right, like, can we? Get oh, that out. Thank God we're for that. Linked, we're not linked to Pittard. <laughs> we're not linked to Polly, right? Why the hell? Now, see, I, you noticed what I did there. I did. I, I respect you it. You did? Yep. I'll take their feedback because kids <laughs> might be listening, right? Um, we're not linked to Toast. Why will we get – yes, Polick, I like him. But, you know, people might hate me with this. Could I see him on the wing running? If I didn't have Markov, if we didn't have young runners in the club, I would say grab him, right? But – it's not, it doesn't fit. He doesn't fit what we want. He, and he costs too much too. He, yeah, but even if he didn't, he's not the character type. He doesn't. He hasn't. He doesn't have the method of play. Like our key indicators is we. There's a couple of key. This is what I got a recruiter told me. Right. I had this face to face conversation with a recruiter from another club. Right. And he told me this. Um, with Richmond, we've got three. They've identified we've got three. And and the reason why they know this better than. Um, opposition clubs, and I reckon his gold mail for me is because they know what other clubs' main KPIs are and when they're looking at talent. And this, I heard this two and a half years ago, three years ago, sorry. So this is with the three, and I think I might have said this once in passing before, um, but I try to keep this one quiet because it wasn't from a recruiter that I didn't get permission to air this, but it's three years old now, so I'm going to freaking say, these were the three, and it's sort of common knowledge now, yeah. these are the three things that they know that if Richmond's got a pick in front of them, if the player thereafter doesn't display the one of these three things, or two out of the three, and if we don't feel the third one can be developed, we won't get them. That's why they, they know it, right? One of them, and I'm not doing this in order, mongrel. They've got to have a competitive mongrel streak. If they don't, you know, kill themselves on the field to try to get a win, we're not interested, right? That's regardless of position that they play in, right? Um, the second one, they've got to show that they're, uh, by acts, obviously, as they've been playing, that they've put the team above themselves, right? And that's one and two. They're a very hard combination to get, right? Because 
Um, when you're really competitive, you can lock a vine. He's really competitive, but he doesn't put the team above himself. That's my personal opinion, mm-hmm. right? He might very well do that, but he doesn't. But, you know, um, ones that will put themselves above the team. And what I mean by that is, you know, um, doing blocks, you know, uh, goal assists, you know, uh, feeding others. Um, when the game is lost, you know, getting being positive, getting around others, all that sort of stuff, right? And the third one is no shit haircut policy. No, I'm only taking the piss because of creaming. Um, and, and the third one, um, and this is probably the main one for me that's really important, and I'm, you might think it's similar to point one, but it's not. They've got to be competitive, right, in everything that they do. So it's not mongrel and that that's basically one feeds three, but they've got to be competitive. They've got to be super competitive, right? Yeah. Um, they've just got to be hung, hungry for anything they do in training track, you know, um, they've got clear goals on what they're going to do. You know, they've set themselves, all right, this is what I want to do. Because they're the ones that, um, they're the ones that we can coach and train. Bolts is a perfect example of it, right? He's competitive beast. Um, he, um, he's selfless. Um, and he's got a bit of mongrel to him, right? That sort of type. That's who we want. So, they're the three type of players. And Polak, does he fit any of those three? No, I don't know, Jared, but I don't think so. This pitted. Fit no, any of those three. Uh, no, I think so. Jeez, I, I would almost consider not being a member if we signed Pittard. Yeah, the yeah, amount so, of shit I've given him over the years. Jeez. Yeah, and that's perfect. Art's Baker short, right? You said it. Um, Baker's not going anywhere, right? I, I can tell this. I can tell you, uh, he'll be in the club for year for a decade. He is. He is going to be rewarded this year. He's. Um, he. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Higgins Strachey. I'm, uh, Higgins, I'm going to leave for a second. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get to him. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to give you. Don't stress, Lee. Right, let me get to you. Right. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, Baker is a talisman at the club. He's remember Newman, Chris Newman. Yep. Hey, he was the barometer of the club in a way. Um, that's Baker. I love him. Yeah, Baker's a Chris Newman for us. Um, I could see Baker five years from now, six years from now, becoming a future captain. You know, um, that's how highly he's regarded. He he just gets, and he, again, he's those three core principles. He, he's com- super competitive, but he's, but team first. So what that means is with his mongrel in him, which he's got, he's not scared to put his head on the ball. And he's open to be trained to new positions. Um, Caddy fits those three moulds. And people would first look at Caddy because he looks like a bogan from Franks and he looks like he should be playing for the Pies. But, you know, he, again, he's so competitive. He wants to win. He loves the team, puts them first, so he'll get dropped and play on a win. So um, these, that's why I'm so happy about where the club is uh, basically um, sitting. All right. Um, Markov. Markov, yeah. Look, um, I've been strong on this. Now, there's clubs really going hard at him, right? Like, literally going hard at him. Um, I know Gold Coast has asked about him. I know we've had, um, obviously, Blues. Everyone's going to link the Blues into every single player, right? Um, I've heard nothing too much about the Blues. I've heard the general gist that you've all heard. Um, the one that worries me, though, is I've heard the Pies have been into him uh, for that running, dashing half back. Um, but, yeah, with with... From everything I got told, he knows he's, we've sat him down. He's got a clear path of um, the next four years at our club. Um, 
so yeah, so yeah, he's um, yeah, he's got a clear direction of where he's going to go. Um, he knows he knows that his his future is at the club. Um, a couple of my sources, I'm going to start using them source word sources. I feel like a journo for just his show <laughs> instead of calling them mates. A couple of my my sources have given up on him, which for me is a great sign that he's going to stay. That's so cool. I reckon he's staying. I hope so. I, yeah, I've really liked what I've seen of him the last few in his last few games. So I would love him to hang around. Um, RCD. A few people have been asking about RCD. Yeah, um, RCD. I think he's staying. I think we really invested. Um, we we rate him very highly. Um, he's got issues though. His his tank is an issue. You know, I was just spoke about the three three points, and what I said is probably a caveat. In one of those points um, was that if if you if you've got two out of the three, we if we think it's an explicative pick, we'll take you. If we feel we can develop one of the third traits, I think that's what RCD is, and I think he is not. He hasn't got the hurt mongrel is factor inside him as internally. He's got the other two points. This is, again, me just spitballing here. So the reason he's not being played is we're trying to develop him correctly, um, give him a sound. Yeah, uh, can I just say um, personally, guys? You know, I swear and all this, but he—I've known this for direct feedback. He hates the version of two mums. Yeah, right? I don't like it either. Nah, he hates it. Now, I'm not politically correct, but even though we say it with love, and I know that which you're coming from, right? You guys are saying it with love, right? Um, but it's hurtful. Um, I heard that. Um, it's you know with social media, it surprised me. That really impacts the guy. So if just well, I'm saying it, just in future, if you on Twitter or you want to give him a rap, drop the two mums because if he reads it, and he's a young kid, you know, God knows if I was you know 21, 22, and I knew about big footy, um, you know, and I was a, a great player, you know, I'll check what people say about me. Oh, don't apologise to me, Kelvin. It's not, it's not your... I've said it myself. Like I'm, you said, that it comes from a place... No one's saying it to be derogatory, but... Oh, of course not. We've also yeah. got to just remember how he may feel too. But we all love RCD. We, everyone's yeah. super, super keen for him to get games soon. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so he'd read his own shit, you know. I, I reckon some players will read Big Footy, you know. Obviously, they just won't like, get on... Just like our CB Googles himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, exactly right. Exactly right. So... Um, yeah, sorry, I, I sort of digressed him. Yeah, but I reckon he's staying at the club as well. I had. And so, Andrew, good call. No VFL has really hurt him this year. Um, I, I agree that in the VFL finals last year, he was exciting. And I think the best thing about his position is that we're not forced to rush him to play him. Like, if you think, if we drafted someone like him in like 2013, 14, we would have had to have played him out of necessity because the rest of our players weren't much chop. But the fact we can put the time into him. and what you said Tiggs is spot on I think we've invested a hell of a lot of time and uh, resources into him to get him to where we want him to be because we value what he can add to the team yeah exactly um, what I'm doing right now is trying to go back to uh, I'm just picking up because I don't want to make another caddy mistake because I right. know I've uh, from just from Sam. You continue now. talking. Yeah, you continue could talking. Like now, I can't multitask. No, that's right. It's a, it's a curse. Now, if any kiddies are listening, just cover their ears. All right. It's the curse about having a huge penis. I can't multitask, <laughs> right, because of the blood flow of the brain and all that sort of stuff. So, um, anyway, um, go ahead. Sanya, the only person CB Googles more than Chris Scott is himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's spot on. That is so spot on. Okay. All right. I got it. All right. Um, so, I've mentioned 
I've mentioned uh, yeah English. I've mentioned Garthwaite. Graham, we know. I told you he was signing. Um, Hawley um, was spoken about. Markov was spoken about. Ned Curvis is re-signing. Um, and I, I've been very open and honest with that. It was good to see it come out in the media afterwards from Nank that he wants to stay with us. He's staying with us. Um, so that's that's just a lock. Um, uh, uh, have I missed anyone? Egg, I've spoken H- about. I'm Higgins talking about is probably it. the last one. Yeah, Higgins. Oh, Na- someone's asked about Nash as well. Yeah. Well, the thing is, Nash and Higgins are still on contract, yeah, for next year. So, Nash, um, I haven't heard any interest from him in any clubs for him, right? So, I haven't heard anything about Nash. And that generally happens if a player um, hasn't had any interest from anybody else. Um, we spoke about Port Adelaide. If there was any player that Port Adelaide would probably look at thinking they might have a choice would be would be a Nash. But I reckon they'll only grab him if we delisted Nash, which hurts me because I love Nash. Um, I hope he really gets gets a chance to really step it up, um, step it up. But yeah, Nash is um, staying next year regardless of what happens with Wilson. He's contracted, and I don't think he's got to the level where we delist him and pay out his contract, his last year of his contract, even though it's a little. We're not that hard up yet. Um, uh, now Higgins, I love Higo. Uh, Richmond loves Higo. He goes a part of Richmond. Um, I think it's highly unlikely likely that he'd be go, but I've heard rumours, and what worried me a little bit was one of my mates that's never wrong sort of mentioned his name and said, look, I'm not saying it's a lock yet, but Essendon is going hard at Higo. God knows they've got spots to fill on their list. Yeah, they're going super hard at Higo. They're going super hard at him. Committed- I think that wouldn't surprise me, but just because of, I suppose, Carousella and Rutten would know a little bit about him as well. Yeah, because the reason too is because he's one of those type of players that um, can change a culture. Yeah, you know he he is that type of player. Um, what the, the other thing too is is that he's getting really pushed hard um, that he'll get twenty two games next year if he plays for Essendon. Hundred percent, they'll lock it in. So this is where Essendon I think is is a sick club. They. Their, their players have too much control and then Rutten's trying to get into it and change that say, no, 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 you don't play your way. You play the way I tell you to play because that's the reason it's going to benefit the whole team and they've had all this uproar. Oh, right? yeah. He's not liked there at all. At all. Yeah, but there's a portion of the list that weren't getting games that were because they've got cliques. They've got, you know, like we had issues, similar issues to that with, and this is not a slot on Deledio. I love Deledio and it was pretty, a little bit overblown with Deledio, but where there's smoke, there's some truth. We had that with Wallace. I like Wallace as a person. I met him as a coach. Um, but he had issues. He wasn't a people person, right, in the sense that the list wasn't unified. So if you picture that sort of environment, that's Essendon, right? But the difference between us and them is back then, even though we had that issue, we didn't have power brokers, courtier groups, that um, actually had certain players' loyalty with them. So they would say something and the player. Well, Tiggs might have dropped out there briefly. Hopefully, he's back in a sec. You there, Tiggs? You dropped out there a bit, mate. Can you hear me, mate? Oh, there you are. There you are. You dropped out. Are you back? Can you hear me, bud? Yeah, got you there. Got you there. I can hear you. Oh, this is going really well. Sounds like Tiggs can't hear me. I can hear you, mate. Um... 
Oh, the Skype call has just ended. Bear with, bear with me, folks. I'll give Tiggs a call back on Skype. Uh, good call from George dealing with Dodoro. That, yeah, if uh, if Higgins was someone that's going over there, that is just going to be a nightmare to have to deal with him. Um, Tiggs is calling me. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you there now. You're back. Wife's continuing painting. You know, we're doing the little touch-ups. We painted my whole um, uh, den area, right? So she's doing touch-ups. So she's moving the ladder across the desk where the computer's sitting, and I <laughs> cable. Can everyone so hear Tig seventy one talking again? Just making sure it's not just me. Someone just put in the speaker track. They can hear him okay. Uh, and it sounds it sounds like the Skype ringing tune played through as well. <laughs> All right, so everyone can hear you again. So that's good. We're back on board. Okay, great. Thank you, um, everyone. So- I don't know where I stopped off, but yeah, I was going on a bit of a tirade about Essendon culture. You guys all got that? Yes, yep. Okay, so um, so Higgins is a target for him. Do I think he will stay? Yes. I, I think we do value him as a mid. Um, my other mate, who knows, who, who well, one of my sources who um, does a lot of fitness work, um, people, he, he said to me, Mick, I reckon your club's just being smart with him. Um, using the hub for what it is, just putting fitness into him, um, just just developing his fitness again because the brain injury like he had and the surgery like he had will take it out of him. Um, he's got to rebuild his base. Um, so don't be stressed if he's not playing games. We gave him a taste, but we're um, we're uh, sorry. Just one sec. Don't hit the cable, doll. <laughs> yeah. Um, my wife's gorgeous. She's a she'll work all day. My wife, she's amazing. But um, yeah, um, I think so. Yeah, Essendon's going hard at him, but he's the type of character that would stay for us for less money, um, and believe Hardwick that he's going to get games, that he knows a clear path, that you know we're doing X because of this reason for him. So yeah, I reckon he'll stay. That's my gut. Uh, I reckon he will stay. With us. A few people have asked about Troll. I mean, I've, I don't. I would think we'd be, we would be crazy to explore any option getting rid of him, given uh, a lot on Farrux with Soto being out. I know that's, that uh, he's obviously the last couple of games didn't set the world on fire, but he is still developing and learning. Yeah, I I, I don't think... Uh, actually, I'll write that down. I'll ask a few questions on Troll. Um, can I come back to you on that one? Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't heard anything, but he's... I haven't heard anything that I'm willing to say right now because it's, you know, all scuttlebutt and shit. But I think it, no, I think there's nothing in it. But I want to ask someone something and then I'll, I'll update it tomorrow night. All right. Uh, I, know, I, know, I, know, I know a couple of people will be listening to this. Um, so just get, you know, I'm going to be giving you a call straight after this show. So, um, yeah, cool. And Miller was another one that we were asked about. From what I could tell, I think it was Chris Sidney who asked about Miller. Sounds like he's been training a little bit as a, a backup ruck, maybe with the knowledge of Soldo being out for the year. Yeah. So I mean, I, I doubt we would. I think from bits and pieces I've read, it sounds like the club actually really highly value him. In yeah, he's not going it's anywhere. Just, it's just waiting for, yep. for that right time to get him in to play a game. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Miller's Miller's a lot. That's why I think CCJ um, also. Um, this is him with CCJ. It's a funny one. I got really told really really strongly that no, nah, no, nah, he's gone. We've already put out the feelers, hey, if you want to trade for him. And and then uh, the O'Halloran thing started happening, and we were looking at a few of the other, see if we maybe even get a pick from GWS. 
um, and go that route. Then that evolved into um, we started locking on a couple of names with GWS. Maybe we can do it. They're really keen on him. GWS is the other. Well, they have team. to. They've got. They've only got Mumford. Other team that's really keen on him too. Funny enough, is the Dogs. Um, is North, but they're fucking giving money to everybody. North is coming hard, but I said that early on. I mean, if you guys recall, this is another thing. I told you guys um, that um, we see that you know North is mega offer. No way we're close. I said that um, really early on in the piece with CCJ, and now they did they listed what thirteen players that have a heap of cap ring. Yeah. So how long was this in the cards for them to do all that? That's just me just spitballing. But no, North. But I don't think he'll go to North for some reason. Um, I think Sydney, but he's contracted to us. So the only way he can go to North if we decide if they're going to give us an offer that's too good to refuse. And they won't get rid of picks. They got they need it. Well, if that O'Halloran uh, was at GWS, I think we'd all rather that. Yeah, so Sydney's another one that's interested in him. You've got the dogs. I mentioned the dogs. Um, you've got the pies. Um, they, they, like, they see him as a forward um, that can go ruck which is something that they, they need um, because Mason Cox can't ruck, really, if you think about it. Um, last night, he couldn't do much else either. He can't, yeah, he can't do much. He's just a head wobble. He just left against all, us in prelims, the judge. Yeah, just, yeah. He has one... <laughs> the week before he was good. Yeah, he's the one game in final top yeah. player. One final he'll give you, which is better than some. You know, he's a lot better than Rowan from Geelong, who's absolutely putrid in every final he plays, unless you're beating them by 80 points, and then he'll snag a few. You know, absolutely uh, silly. But um, was there yeah. any other names people out there listening that you wanted to throw forwards? One I had on Twitter was it was one you mentioned a while ago was um, Chera or Sarah, however you pronounce it, from Fremantle. Yeah. Was there still any any light yeah. there? Look, I'm not I'm not discounting it, but it, all the information sort of just went cold. See, normally what I get, I get given a name. That's why I said it takes a couple of months. I get given a name, and if it continually keeps on propping up in, you know, eight, ten, twelve weeks, I know then yeah we're pretty pretty good. Um, oh, Taranto Lee, thank you for mentioning that. I mentioned that it was issues with Taranto. Yep. Um, way way early. They're, they're similar to Melbourne in the sense is um, Taranto doesn't get on. Now I hope I'm saying this right, but Taranto doesn't get on with certain players at that club, right? So. Oh, I'm going to talk about Nar- Yeah, I write Narkel down. Um, <coughs> Narkel, I don't think we're in the picture with Narkel. From what I heard, I haven't got anything that I'd even rate close to concrete that, with Narkel. To clarify is- the Narkel one, that was one I saw on Twitter from a Geelong person who said we were interested, and I just sort of floated that back to the to the board. So I think yeah. he'd be a good fit if, if he happened to be available and he was someone that we were interested in, but um, that's, that's I just, where I saw it. I just see... I just think we've just got too many... Uh, we've got too many younger mids that we rate probably higher, and it's no disrespect to Narkle, and really forward. Um, I don't think he can he can rate in the forward line. Will he get games in the forward line with us um, compared to your Higgins, you know, kids that we've got developing as well. So, but again, um, yeah, Sharp is the other one. Shorty, I'm not sure. Um, I got told his name. I know they're thinking about him being in contract and all that sort of stuff. Um, my mate, don't mention him. I don't know if there's a loophole that you can still trade him. Um, I, I, he wouldn't have told me otherwise if there wasn't. So just watch his space with Sharp because we have – Brody has been mentioned and linked to us, right? And I think that's who Gold Coast is pushing to try to get get to us or get to other clubs. I think we've called a bit on it. We've got a clear plan on what we want to do with Gold Coast if it's in relation with Broad. Um, yeah, Pies players will sniffing around – 
Actually, let me go. You know, you, you got me something. I That's the one thing I didn't write down. Um, I know that we were asking a question with Elliot. Um, believe it or not, we rate him really highly at our club and we think with our medical... We can make him an extra. We can make him an extra level player. Um, I got told that very early on, um, but no, nothing about my check. But my check forwards where yeah. I like him. I wouldn't be against. I like that. him too. I'd yeah. get him. I'd get him for. I'd get him for depth, right? If he's not going to cost anything, but that won't happen. My check's like broad, um, Chris. He's going to want to get a lot. He want. He wants his um, payday now. And he'll he'll um, play in most teams' twenty twos as well. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He's a great player. I'd, I'd look. As a, as a third, as a third tall, uh, perfect um, for us. He'd love it. He'd thrive. Um, he's got a bit of mobility to him. He, he likes a mongrel, but I don't think we can fit him in because we won't. Um, we won't pay. We won't pay that money. Uh, yeah, we'll a a few money. people have asked about, and even offline, so not even on like Twitter and all that as well. About Jack Rewalt is obviously at some point in the next few years going to hang up the boots. Is yeah. there any future long term plans on how we're going to cope with that? Look, that I think there is. I think there is by the nature of who we've got unsigned for next year. If you have a look at the unsigned list for twenty twenty one, it's large, and a lot of it's key players. So, uh, most definitely, I, Cameron. I thought like others two years ago that um, yeah, it's bottom. Um, I can't pronounce Arsidus. That's a beautiful Greek name. I think is that Greek? Arsidus, lovely. Yeah, so we have, we have Caddy as our um, yeah, Caddy. That's how I see it. Is our mind check. Um, and also with Caddy, just a bit of a note too is he's had a few injuries too that the club sort of kept quiet. So, um, so he yeah he's he's um, he's also yeah. So Caddy's still very much in the frame, I would think. But um, but what was I talking about? Yeah, Cameron. So, yeah, Cameron. I only thought a couple of years ago that we might. Well, Toby Green was the other one. Because I know I love Dim and loves Toby Green, and I was hope and I was thinking, you know, a couple of years ago, we're positioning the list. Will we go early? Um, with Cameron not re-signing, I doubt we'll get Cameron. Well, not even close. I'm not going to even go there. But things create dominoes. So, what's this space? This year, this year, and I warned you guys. Really, um, COVID's created this really unique trade period, right? You know, Ben Brown, you know, like which club in which era would you ever get rid of a 60-plus goal kicker that's done it three years in a row? You know, so Aris, perfect. Thanks, brother. Um, but this year, there's, there's no... a lot of good players on the market. Yes, it's yes, cra- like, You look at Essendon, people, like, I would be shaking that tree to see what fell out. Yeah, everyone's yeah. on the way out. And you've got, you've got this is where it excites me. So we'll, we'll do another trade update, um, maybe before the grand final game or something like that, because I'm getting those thick and fast. And, and some of these are really good names. Like, you've got to understand, clubs are going to be shedding their 23rd to 32 best players. So what I mean by that is they're good players. Um, did Tiggs 71 fart? No, Tugger. That wasn't me, man. I think you've got the echo on your headphones. I think it was. I think it was you, buddy. Um, <laughs> and I was getting, you know, I don't have a flatulence issue. Um, but oh, shivers! Can you hold on one sec, guys? You right? Yeah. You right? My wife just fell on me. Oh. Literally, just she's. You right? You're not. You're not. You're fine. 
You hurt your bum, Just, but is uh, it all right? It's all right. We're good. We're good. Some extra news good. from the lounge lizard. Caddy going nowhere. Injuries hasn't and hasn't taken to the hub, missing the family and dogs. So apparently Caddy is still keen to hang around in the club view yeah. the same way. That and backs up, yeah. The lounge lizard's been pretty good with his mail as well recently. Yeah, he's as well, right. For those who have yeah, been he's right. Watching. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, there's been a few things, but um, he coughs the cover the fart. Jeez, <laughs> RT. You know, God, I love you guys. Um, you right, Dale? Seriously? How's your coccyx? Your coccyx? You hurt your bum, all right. Um, she fell off a ladder, but luckily she's short. Jeez. My wife's like five foot five, and she fell off and hit my computer chair. <laughs> uh, it's all right. We're good guys. See, even, even when my wife could be, you know, terminally hurt, I'll fuck <laughs> that. I'm going to give you guys a trade. That's how much I respect you guys. I love you blokes, right? Um, all right, where were we? Sorry, Someone... that threw me. Someone asked about two meter Peter. Then the funny thing about him, no. I, I don't think we're going to get him number one. Not even close. But number yeah. two, if we were to hypothetically get him, logically it would be to do rucking. But apparently he doesn't see himself as a ruckman. Oh. He is a forty. Hates ruck work. Yeah, so nah. that wouldn't work for us. No, nah, we're not with two meter Peter. I wouldn't be surprised if two meter Peter's a north person. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Two meter Peter's not even in the picture from what I heard. Um, I know a couple of years ago we were into him. When he first burst out in the scene, we thought, oh, you know, but nah. Soldos come on. So, and like well, you mentioned, we've got that other other basketball player if he comes on as yes. our long-term man. Yeah. So, no, I don't think uh, Two Meter Pete has a space with our list. Uh, the lounge loser wants to know what's changed on the picket front. Obviously, there was a point in time where he did say that he would stay at Richmond the whole time because we gave him his start and whatnot. But if your gut feels sort of saying that he's going back to Frio, do you have an inkling on what may have changed on that front? Um, who you t- Sorry, who are you referring uh, the, to, Bob? Uh, about Pickett. Oh, yeah. Um, I think he's definitely... I think what I heard, and very strongly, is he loves the boys, he loves the club, loves Hardwick, uh, and and the feelings replicated, reciprocated, Right. That's how you pronounce it, yeah? Yeah. Um, but we're very mindful, like we did with Ellis, who was like a second son for Dimmer, right? We always put what's right for the player above anything else, right? So we cannot pay him. If we didn't have COVID, uh, if we did not have COVID, um, I reckon he would probably stay with us, right? Um, but with COVID, with the... Reduction in um, salary cap. We're not going to be able to set up his life as much as he could do at another club. So we're fully supportive of um, we're fully supportive of allowing him um, to get the best deal we possibly can. That's how the reader play that I got. And Frio was the one that he's highlighted very early. That he likes to go to. They're the ones that express interest very early. There may be other clubs, but from what I heard, it was mainly um, it was mainly uh, Frio. As the main, um, as the main um, club destination that fits him, that fits him. Um, so yeah, I haven't heard any other thing different than than basically that. All right, fair enough. If if anyone has anyone's got any other names out there they want to check off before we wrap up, but uh, it's not interesting. We'll pad for a bit while we give people time if they've got something they want to yeah. send through. But it's interesting to hear, although good to hear about some of our players and their sort of status as well. So. I think, as Chris said before, the depth we've got is pretty extraordinary um, for next year. And I think we'll see, once we go back to a normal season, we will see some of these younger players starting to get some games, which would be good. Yeah, I agree. Um, The thing is, it's funny, Richmond's always had, you know, I've followed them all my life and I'm 48, but we've always had that issue where we've had really great players 
but we've had shit um, depth, right? We've had shit depth. Now we're in this successful period. We've got really great players, great depth, and some of that depth is not getting a crack. Um, so we've uh, we've got some. Um, yeah, it's a weird quandary that we're in. It's a great problem to have. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. It's a great, yeah, great problem to have. Um, oh, a bit of news on the coach, right? Um, from what I got, I, my last point. I want to talk about Hardwick. There was rumours that he might give it up if we win another flag. Really, I've not heard that. Jeez. Yeah, there was rumours in the, you know, that you know, he's, if Cochin retires or, um, particularly if it's linked more to Cochin, that you know he might leave sooner rather than. Um, Jack Ross, surely he's, he'd be chased. Actually, I haven't heard anything from really any other clubs on um, uh, yeah, any other clubs um, after Ross. Um, but that's not unusual, Chris, because he's only really had about four or five games where he really clicked. So um, other than that, he's been sort of very vanilla, which is a good thing. But there's so many Jack Rosses in the league. And a lot of clubs, too, are realising that there's going to be a glut of talent that can be traded or can be poached from the listed. So, yeah, it's going to be huge. Yeah, I'll talk about Ranch too. I'm going to talk and Reece Shaw. You mentioned Lee. I, I haven't be, forgotten the question. We'll be careful on the Reece Shaw one just out of respect in case yeah, any yeah, of it is. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, but back to Dimmer. Yeah, Dimmer. So, no, I heard that he's as hungry as ever. Um, and, yeah, uh, minimum he'll be with us for the next five years. So a lot of the younger kids like your Bakers, uh, Graham. Like a father figure. Oh, yes. They've, so, Graham, in particular, Graham, I, I know this, so I knew he was, wouldn't have got to go anywhere, has re-signed a large part because of Hardwick, knowing that he's going to be leading his, developing his career for, you know, five, ten years. Yeah. You know, like, he's going to have one coach. So, um, you know, even longer than Dusty, mate. Um, even longer than Sanya. Yeah, longer than Dusty. Um, look, just briefly on Ross. Um, on, what's his name? On nice. Reece Law. Yeah, oh. I'm really sure. Yeah. I, I I feel bad. I really generally got surprised when I got uh, a new text during the show. Else, I would never have really men- uh, mentioned it. Uh, everything that obviously I sort of was sniffing around, then sort of you're hearing it all the scuttlebutt. I don't entertain that. If it's true, I, my heart breaks for him. If it's not true, then whoever started it, I know. Actually, I won't say it's not true. The person I heard it from. I really can't say it. No, we'll leave. We'll park I the really can't up. say. I really can't say. All, all we'll say is, if it's true, we wish him all the best. All the best. And no yeah. one wishes anything like that upon anyone. No, so, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, well, that's as much as we'll, we'll probably go into on the, the short. Yeah. I'm sure everyone's seen all the texts and stuff going around. But yeah, Alex Rance. Yeah, um, you know me. Like this, I thought, yeah, could he? He's a type of guy that might. Um, I actually think, look, is it 100%? In my mind, I think it's 100% he's not coming back. That's a lot of my personal – there's scuttlebutt around there that he is. There was a strong rumour that he might come back as a coaching role with us, um, part-time defensive coach, because the way with the COVID and the salary caps coming down and the the off-field spending going down, a lot of full-time coaches are going to revert to part-time coaches as a way to save money but keep them employed. Right, okay. Right, I heard I heard that um, a while ago. So I think that's going to give him an opportunity to develop your um, – yeah, I agree with you, Tugger. Uh, but as a coach, his ship is 
perfect to come into port. He's had two years to what you know to clear his mind, get out of the I'm a player mindset, and and he's a teacher. He loves to teach. He loves growth. That's what I've heard. So I've got a feeling that he might. I wouldn't be surprised if he coaches our backs uh, or gets part of the club in some way. Because look, Dimmer loved him. He was he loved the club. He's a he's a he's a he's a Richmond son. So I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back as an assistant. Would he come back as a Richmond assistant? Who knows? I've had rumours that Deledio um, as an assistant, um, not got, just throughout. He was at Hawthorne, I think. He yeah. had to get the boot because of the whole. Soft cap cutbacks. Yeah, but as a part time. But the other one I heard, which was really good, was Newman. Um, there's another one. So don't be surprised if we go um, get a couple of part timers into the club um, just to guide our young younger group through. Because next year's the year that we're doing it. I got a feeling. Um, and just look at who we, again. I'm going back to sort of give you guys a um, an update on particularly of what's might happen in two to three weeks time when we do another one of these. Look at our, our non contracted players for next year. Just look at the list, right? Um, it's yeah. There's definitely going to be some form of transition. Um, getting Knights back, it's a funny one with that. I, I just think his suspicion he's fallen out of love with the club. I don't know from just just certain little things I've heard. Um, he's fallen out of love with the club. Um, don't know why. Um, I haven't dug too much. To be fair, I haven't dug into it because I oh, Matthew Knight was my favourite player. My best, I loved him because um, he had my body shape. I thought, even us midgets can play football. <laughs> you know, back then it was rare, um, you know. But, um, yeah, I think he's fallen out of love with the club. What about Robbie Tarrant? Apparently he's looking to explore options from North yeah. Melbourne. There's allegedly some rifts going on within their club too. Look, I heard that and um, I don't discount it. Uh, Rob Dimmer loves Tarrant. I haven't heard this officially from any of my mates yet. Obviously, as these weeks go on, I'll hear more. But I would not – I'll be gobsmacked if we don't ask the question of him, particularly if, you say, Asprey retires or Hawley goes. Uh, we go to Tarrant, who's uh, got a wealth of experience. He's a bloody good defender. Even though he's not on the top of his game, he's more down a down, um, decline. He's a perfect slot in just to teach Bolter. Uh, you know, to guide Bolter through as well. I rate Tarrant extremely highly. He's also a stopper. So while we've still got your Hawkins and the like still playing around, he can do that. Um, and I reckon he'll just enjoy playing his football um, with a club like us. So I wouldn't be surprised if his name... Uh, yeah, exactly, Chris. That's why I, I reckon he'd be hinged on what happens if we have any retirements because um, he only has two years. But if Ashby goes, uh, I'm not saying it's a lock, but the noise is fairly strong. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if um, we go someone like a Tarrant. Because Garthwaite, I, I I don't see Garthwaite having a future at the club, just from everything I've heard. Yeah, thank you, Andrew. I appreciate you doing it. The names we got out of contract is Rioli, Baker, Bolton, Pressure, Rewalt, Grimes, Floston, McIntosh, Bolter, um, Asprey, Soldo, Castagna, Edwards, all out of contact. Contract, right? So they're all 22 players. So what my mate who is not my source is actually my mate that actually works at another club, does a lot of this work, reckons what we're doing is all those players there that are starting 22 players, we've done this on purpose because then we look at that list and go, who out of that group is no longer a 22 player? And who of the group that we've got coming up is now a 22 player? And that's where we pull the trigger. So we might be trading one of those 22 players out. 
get while their market's high and Oh no, someone might have kicked the cord again at uh, Tig's house. It's just dropped off again. Uh, did the Spreaker comment stopped on my screen, but I've reverted back to the phone. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't like to lose Asprey either, Chris. I think he's... But, I mean, everyone comes to an end at some stage with their... Oh, 